Shalom Ubrach, this is Chazar Shir number 9, where Bistiyat Adishmai will discuss the halachas of two friends lending one another, and whether the borrower can give or do favors towards the malva, towards the lender, and are those favors viewed as ribbis. So we saw that the Pasuk, whenever describing the, the Isra of lending with interest, there's two parts of the interest. There's the tarbis, that the, the lender is making money, and then there's the neshech, that the borrower needs to pay extra Besides, for the capital that he uh, that he borrowed, and that's what it, what the, the Torah asers. We saw, or we we're going to see, we saw in the Shir that uh, Chazal asered even if there's no tarbis and even if there's no neshech, meaning even if the malva isn't gaining and the lova isn't losing, it's still there's still certain situations where it's going to be forbidden if it looks like ribis. And the, and the case that the Mishnah gives is that if let's say I lend you money and you have a house that you're not using, and I don't need the house because I Baruch Hashem I have a house. And I'm not allowed to use your house. I'm not allowed to, to, to live in your house, even though I'm not gaining because I have a house and you're not losing because you anyways weren't planning to rent that house and you're just away for, for a few weeks. The luck is I'm not uh, allowed to use the house because it looks like ribs. That's what the, that's what the Mishnah says. And Tosu's asked, he says, why should that be us? If I'm not gaining, if the Malva isn't gaining and you, the, the borrower, you're not losing, what should be the us? Would that mean that two neighbors can never, can never borrow from one another? If you have two friends that, that, are, that are friendly with one another and one lends the money, they can't continue to, to have normal... Uh, Neighbor, neighbor behavior. So Tosu gives two answers. Answer number one is that the reason why the house or you, me living in your house is going to be forbidden is because that's something that's public. And reason number two is that it's only going to be forbidden if I'm using it against your will. If I'm using it, it or not against your will, if I'm using it without your knowledge. If I'm using it without your knowledge, the halach is that it's going to be asr. Why? Because then it looks like I'm leveraging the fact that I lent you money and I feel comfortable because I left, lent you money, I feel comfortable to go into your house and actually live in your house without your permission. So, so that's, those are the, the two answers that, that Tosos gives of why in those situations where the borrower isn't losing and the lender is not gaining, it's going to be us or either because it's something that's public and therefore it looks like ribis or because uh, the lender is using it without the borrower's knowledge and then it looks like he's leveraging the loan that he gave out in order to use that, uh, to use, to use that property. So the Shulchan Aruch and Tzim Kof Samach Siv Zayin passes like both of these answers L'Chomer. Uh, um, and, and, and therefore he says as follows. He says that, that friends who usually lend and borrow one another and then or you know they borrow pots and pans and all, or even you know all sorts of, of other things. They're allowed to continue doing that things, even if there's an outstanding loan. Why? Because they're just the, the, there's no uh, the reason why that's going to be permitted is because the whole iser of ribis. When I lend you ten thousand dollars and you pay me back, so the iser of ribis is that I'm being compensated for the fact that the money is held up by you. It's called agar natar, right? And, but over here, if we're friends and I borrow your pots and you borrow my pots and pans and we always, you know, lend things to one another or give, you know, small gifts to one another, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be uh, permitted because it's clear that it's not going for, for the, it's, not, it, it's not you compensating me for the fact that my money is, uh, is, locked, up, uh, is locked up by you. However, says the Shulchan if it's something that is public, that everyone knows it's for Farsi, or if I go into your house and I start using your things without your knowledge, so then it's going to be forbidden because it looks like I'm leveraging the fact that I give you the $10,000 in order to use, uh, in order to use those, uh, th- those items that are yours. So therefore, things that are public, like a house or a slave, etc., those things are going to be us. Or, or if I'm using something that you don't win without your permission, without you knowing about it, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be forbidden as well. So Lemaisa, what comes out is as follows. Allah Lemaisa, what comes out is that in order for me to... To, is, is that if me and you are good friends and I lend you, I give you a, a loan. The Allah is anything that we were common to, to lend out to one another, that's always going to be, that's always going to be permitted. However, um, 
in order for it, so, so however, if it's something that, that is public, it's going to be forbidden. Uh, or if you don't know about it and I'm using it against the world, it's going to be usher. So when you have two friends uh, that lend you know, each other money, uh, or one, one lends the other money, and now he wants to still get benefit from the other person, you always need to ask yourself one of the following, you need to ask yourself the, three, the following three questions, and if all three fall suit, so then it's going to be allowed. So question number one is, do the borrower and lender have an outstanding relationship, and they would anyways do this for one another? If they would anyways do this for one another, it's mutter, and we can go to the second question. Second question is that, are you aware, is the, is the borrower aware that I'm borrowing this item. If you're aware that I'm borrowing, it's going to be mother. If I, you're not aware, it's going to be answer because it looks like I'm leveraging the loan. And then if we're friends and I usually borrow these things from you and you're aware of it, so then the third criteria we need to ask yourself is the thing that I'm borrowing something that's public. If it's something that's public, it's going to be, it's going to be answer. And if it's something that's not public, it's going to be mother. So now what we're going to do is we're going to discuss a few very practical uh, examples and see, uh, and see how things will fall out. So let's say me and you are neighbors. I lend you $10,000. Now I want to borrow your car. So am I allowed to borrow your car? So let's say I would borrow your car beforehand. We have, uh, you know, we, we, we lend each other the car all the time. So Lechora, we have an outstanding uh, relationship where we lend each other the car. That would be a lot. Number two is that I'm asking, I'm not going to endure, hey, could I borrow the keys to your car to take it around the block? Uh, so again, number two is okay. The question number three is, is a car viewed as something that's public? If I'm driving your car, is that viewed as, uh, as public? So we saw machlokas uh, amongst the achron and whether it's viewed uh, something that's public or not. The Maisa, the Sefer Havasolim says that it really depends. If your car has like your name over it and this is how like Rav Shechter Shlita Paskin also Lachlamaisa, if it's clear that the car belongs to you, so that's something that's Befarhesia and that's going to be uh, permitted. But if it's something that's, uh, that, that people don't know, it's a regular Honda Accord, uh, Mazda 3 in Israel, whatever it is that, that a lot of people Drive so then, uh, then it would be uh, what about another case? You're driving from uh, Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim, and you see, you see me. I'm standing on the side of the road again. I lent you the ten thousand dollars, and you want uh, you pick me up. So you you wanna? I have my finger out. I want to get a tramp. So if you never stop for tramps, you're the type of person who will never stop a person, never pick up a person, uh, and the only reason you're stopping is because you see that that uh, is because I lent you the ten thousand dollars. So never then therefore we never got off the ground, right? And since we never got off the ground. Uh, uh, meaning, since, since it's, meaning question number one of is this something that you would normally do? We don't even have the first, we, we didn't get into the second and third criteria, we're just stuck in the first criteria. So the Allah is that that's going to be a problem of, uh, a problem of ribbis. If you anyways would stop, if you anyways would stop for, uh, for people to pick up, uh, to pick up, and then you're picking me up, and that's something that you would normally do, so that would be, uh, that would be permitted. The next question is, am I allowed to use your, uh, your non-Jewish hub. So let's say it's Shabbos uh, evening and the electricity goes out in my house and it's freezing cold. It's a winter night where the Allah is an Amir al-Nakhri is, uh, is mutter to turn the electricity back on. So um, am I allowed to knock on your door? Again, I lend you the $10,000 and I say, hey, can I please uh, use your non-Jewish help? So you pay your non-Jewish help an X amount every, every hour. And what happens now that she's going to take her half an hour to come to my house and figure out what I need uh, and, then, and then get back to your house. So you're, uh, I'm basically getting the $10,000 back plus a usage of your of your uh, cleaning help for, for half an hour. So is that viewed as, uh, as verbis or not? So we saw that, that, um, that the Shulchan Aruch says that having, using the, using the, uh, the other person, using the borrower slave is considered something that's public and that would be forbidden. So is this considered something that's public or not? So comes the Rosh Yosef and he says out back in the day when the slave was kanui, when it was mamish, you owned the slave. That's when it's something for Hesed. But a non-cleaning help, that's not considered something that's preferential, yeah? and therefore it would be it would be allowed. Again, we need to have the other first two criteria. Meaning, when will it be allowed for me to borrow your non-Jewish help? Number one is only if you normally give it out to people. Some people 
don't want to give out their, their non-Jewish help because then people will be knocking on their door all the time. But let's say you're the type of person who would anyways allow uh, your non-Jewish help to go help, uh, help the neighbor. And then number two, it needs to be with your permission. You need to know about it. If you're in shul at that time and I knock on the door, then that's going to be, uh, that's going to be uh, Asr as well. Um, what about uh, a short stay in, in someone's house? So we saw in the Shulchan Aruch that the Shulchan Aruch Paskin said, I'm not allowed to stay in your house. Why? Because that's considered something that's Bifarhasi, meaning even though I would, let's say, sometimes we have a good outstanding relationship and we borrow each other's stuff. And number two, I ask you permission, can I use your house? Uh, but it's still going to be us because the house is considered something that's, uh, that's, uh, that's public. The Maisa, the Shach says, let's say I always used to borrow your house. Let's say every sukkah is your way and every sukkah is I borrow your house because you have a porch where I can build a sukkah. Uh, so is that going to be something that's butter? So it's the Shach quotes Machlokas and it's mashma that he's, uh, that he's, uh, that he's machim. But the Maisa, the, 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 the modern Day post can say that when is it going to be us or to use another person's property uh, that's something that's bit for Hesse? Yeah, that's only when you're using it for an extended period of time, let's say for, for all of Sukkis, for all of Pesach, for the summer, that's when it's going to be us. But if uh, you borrow $10,000 from me and you live in a different city, now you're coming to my city and you just want to sleep in my house for the night, right? So the halach is that's going to be, uh, that's going to be mutter because that's something that's normal. And obviously, again, it's not going to be because of, uh, because of Agar Natar, because I'm, uh, I'm uh, compensating you or, or the other way, excuse me, right? The, the case of me sleeping in your house, meaning you lent me $10,000, I lent you $10,000, and now I'm in the city where you are and I want to go sleep in your house, so I'm getting $10,000 plus sleep in your house. So say the post game that if it's just for one day and it's a short period of time, then it's going to be, uh, then it's going to be mutter. The only time it's usher is if I'm using your house for a week, for a month, uh, or, for, or for the summer, that's when it's going to be uh, problematic. Uh, the shach, in other case, he says that, that that let's say you're the guy by Shul. Again, I lent you $10,000. Then I come into Shul. Oh, you want to give me Shlishi? Oh, why do you want to give me Shlishi? Because I just lent you $10,000. That's going to be a problem. Even if I'm not buying the, even if you're not buying the Leah, meaning for sure, if you're buying the Leah, that's going to be a problem of ribbis. But if you're the guy and I'm not the type of person <clears throat> that you would normally give me an Aliyah, excuse me. So the Allah is that you're not allowed to give me an Aliyah because it's clear that you're doing it uh, because of the, of the outstanding loan. If for some reason it's clear that it's not because of the loan, says the shach, then it's going to be mutter. So let's say, for example, uh, Mazel Tov had a baby, and now I get the aliyah, so like that I can uh, name my child or stand, whatever it is. So then the Allah is going to be that you're allowed to, uh, you're allowed to give me the aliyah because it's clear that it's not for the agarnatar. It's clear that it's not for the sake of the loan that you're giving me the aliyah, but rather because of, uh, because of the, ac- the outstanding uh, simcha that I have. And therefore, the Allah is, when it comes to other things, like uh, sending mishloach manos or, or giving the malvi, let's say you want to give me sandikos, right? So does that look like like, uh, like ribbis or not. So it depends. If, uh, you know, you stop want to give me some of the and it's because it, it looks, if we don't have such a close relationship, and then, then it looks like, uh, like mamish, like ribbis. But let's say a son borrows from his father, from his father-in-law, $10,000, and then he has a baby boy and he wants to give his father or father-in-law to be a sadik. That's normal. It's obviously, it's not because of the, of the loan itself. Rather, it's because he's the grandfather. So the grandfather, you want to give sadik, oh, so that's not going to be a problem of, uh, of ribbis. And the same with Mishlach Manos. If I lend you $10,000 and you anyways give me every year Mishlach Manos, you're allowed to give me Mishlach Manos uh, as, as well. The Shulchan Aruch also paskins that the Allah is that if I... Um, if I lent you $10,000, I'm not allowed to go. And, and, and you give a shear. You're my good shear. Uh, I'm not allowed to start going to your shear because at the end of the day, I'm getting $10,000 
plus uh, plus the shear that uh, that you would give, or or uh, you're not allowed to teach my children um, uh, Torah as well because because I'm getting the ten thousand dollars back plus the, the the tuition for that I would normally pay a mechanic would normally pay someone to teach my children. That's what's going to be uh, asr as well. The gemara is mechadish. The next case that the gemara is mechadish is that you're not allowed to uh, you're, if, if I lent you again ten thousand dollars, you're not allowed to start saying hello to me in the street if you were the type of person that wouldn't have greeted me beforehand, right? So if up until the loan, I don't, you know, we don't talk to one another, we don't know one another. I don't even know who you are, you don't know who I am. And then you come in, you knock on my door and say, hi, I just moved to town, call these borrow some money. And I say, sure, no problem, here's $1,000, $5,000, whatever it is. You're not allowed to start publicly greeting me uh, because then it's evident that you're doing so because of the loan. And that's called ribbis dvarn. That's called interest of, uh, of, uh, th- through, through your words. Uh, so that's, that's going to be Allah. If we were friends and you always said good morning to me, of course you can continue. Why? Because it's clear that it's not agranatha. It's clear that you're not greeting me for the loan. But if you start uh, saying hi to me and shalom and giving me brachos, that's going to be uh, problematic. What about saying thank you? Are you allowed to say thank you to, to a loan or not? So Rishon Zalman initially said, he says, what's the problem to say thank you? I lend you $10,000. The mental thing for you to do is to give me, is to say thank you. I'm giving you an interest-free loan. You can't find that anywhere else in the world. Uh, but here, since we're, we're Jewish and I'm, we're Jewish brothers, I'm giving you an interest-free loan. The basic derech parents think to do is to say uh, is to say thank you. However, the Shulchan Aruch Rav says that even saying thank you seems to be seems to be problematic, and that's why Rishlom Zalman in the in in um, in Shlomo in the second uh, in the second volume he retracts his psak and he says that really you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't even say thank you. And Ramosha has a similar tshuva where he says that if I borrow let's say money from you, I borrow a few thousand dollars from you in order to publish a book, right? So I'm not allowed to write in the opening of the book thank you so much to Plaini Almoni for lending me uh, a few thousand dollars to borrow the book because that's Ribis. My mom is giving you uh, a compliment. So it seems clear from Rosh Hashanah. It seems clear from Ramosha. And it seems definitely clear from Shulchan Aruch Harab that it's going to be us or even to say thank you uh, for, getting, uh, for getting a loan. The Maisa, a lot of the Talmidim of uh, Rosh Hashanah, and Ramosha said that Lamaisa, they didn't, uh, they, they, they allowed to say thank you. So, so Reforce, Rosh Hashanah in uh, from Chicago was a Talmud of uh, Ramosha Feinstein. He said that when Ramosha wrote the Tshuva saying that you're not allowed to say thank you, you know, when you're publicizing it, that's when you're giving like in, in Effusive thinking. When you're giving an effusive thinking, that's not a regular thinking. That's when it's normal. That's when it's ribbis. But if you just come to me and say, "Copies borrowed ten thousand dollars," and I give you ten thousand dollars cash. You saying thank you, that's the, that's the normal mental thing to do, and that's going to be uh, allowed. And in Siva Shalom, uh, the, the Rav Shalom Zalman is also quoted that Lemaisa, that's what he did. Lemaisa, he told people that you are allowed to say thank you. He just didn't want to put in print that he's arguing with, uh, with the Shulchan Aruch Harab. And Rav Yashiv also passing into Lach Lemaisa, they're even allowed to say thank you for, uh, for getting a loan. There's also the Psak of the Torah Tamima, there's a Psak of a Gon of Shachter Shlita, and also Rav Tzina Abishol, he has another Svara why it would be Matar. Right? The Lach is that you're not allowed to be mocked in someone. You're not allowed to tell him thank you, or you, excuse me, you're not allowed to say shalom to an individual, uh, if, to, to your lender, if you, if you weren't normally seen him, would have said uh, shalom beforehand. So for example, if I borrow a few thousand dollars from you and I never said hi to you every day on the way to work, I see you and I never say hi to you, but now suddenly you lent me a few thousand dollars. So for me the next morning to cross the road and say, oh, good morning, how are you, Manishma? you're amazing, you're incredible, shalom aleichem, you should be blessed. That's going to be asr, that's, uh, that's asr because of ribbis But let's say every morning I would cross the street and I would say shalom aleichem, Manishma, how are you, your mom is amazing. So the luck is I'm allowed to continue doing that. So it says when a person gives you something and he gives you 
anything. The, the normal decency is to say thank you. Since the normal decency is to say thank you, it says if we have this ongoing relationship, we're saying uh, saying thank you uh, is is going to be uh, is going to be permitted because it says if we have something that was uh, that was uh, that happened uh, before. But lemaisa, it's very important to, to keep this halach in mind because you're not allowed for sure what's asa lekuliyama is you're not allowed to butter up the 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 mouth. You're not allowed to to effusively uh, praise the person who lends you who lends you money, even though he did you a lot of favor and he was really great to you. And he really helped you out and he's taking you out of your, out of your pickle that, that you're currently stuck in. The luck is, you're not allowed to start saying, wow, thank you so much. You should be good bench. Just start telling everyone how amazing and wonderful he is because that would be a violation of Rebistvarm. Eshkwa Kadam.